0: This is the World Industrial News for Monday, July 25th. Brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part two of their podcast addressing climate change with the Internet of Things and AI.
1: So where I saw the uh, actual information becoming useful is that that's really a disruption in the information flow because it didn't know it was going to need the extra power and it didn't know how to get the power. So they actually purchase uh, very small, fast moving assets that cost them uh, quite a lot of money. Basically that's where the data come into it. You can't really run optimally unless you first of all, know where you are and know where you need to be. And thirdly, you actually take action. Thank you.
0: So, Pat, you know, there's there's so many encouraging solutions that are coming out around AI and the potentials here. What's necessary to ensure data quality into AI and, and other applications and solutions? I've heard you explain it before as AI being the shiny race car that everybody wants. But we all know that we need the highway built for those cars to optimize performance on. Can you talk to us a little bit about this this foundational layer as a prerequisite to AI? What do we need to know to get there?
1: It's a big question. Uh, Getting the data and getting it in properly for what's expected by the application has been a challenge. So I can give a couple of examples there. One would be if you look within a facility, you look at the informational needs of an operator versus the the informational needs of a maintenance person. An operator or operations, they basically are trying to Have stability throughout the transient for material and energy balances, two, three days, something on that order. If you look at the maintenance people, they're looking for a cause and effect, a fault that may have caused a piece of equipment to fail, but they're looking at the same data.
0: To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Industrial Info is pleased to be presenting a complimentary webinar about the global liquefied natural gas industry. The webinar will be held on Wednesday, July 27th at 10 a.m. Central Time. The webinar also will be repeated for audiences in Europe and the Asia-Pacific region. The Russia-Ukraine war has made LNG more important than ever on the global stage. Europe is learning to wean itself from Russian gas, causing a major ramp-up of gas-related infrastructure projects there, and for the first time to import more LNG than pipeline gas. U.S. LNG producers are stepping up to the call, exporting increasing amounts of LNG to Europe rather than to Asia, where a majority of cargoes previously headed. The discussion of how to integrate industry into the hydrogen economy involves two different aspects of use. Currently, the great majority of hydrogen is already used in industry as a feedstock. It goes into ammonia, which becomes fertilizer, which boosts food production across the globe. It is used in metals production and medicine to make hydrogen peroxide a disinfectant. Hydrogen also is used in oil and gas refining, in hydrocraft, to reduce sulfur and diesel. It also is a base ingredient in methanol. But the true goal of the hydrogen economy is to reduce the burning of fossil fuels that release CO2 and other petroleum-based byproducts. Here, the future of hydrogen is murkier because in processes like smelting steel and making concrete, the process itself gives off CO2. Oil and gas-focused energy giants are reporting impressive profits amid soaring commodity prices. But second quarter results for NextEra Energy Incorporated indicate renewable-focused companies might be getting their own bump. Rising demand for clean energy fueled by record heat and fossil fuel-based energy prices pushed the company's profits and order backlog to unexpected highs. Industrial Info is tracking more than $52 billion worth of active projects from NextEra, more than half of which is attributed to solar. NextEra's order backlog for renewable based energy generation grew by more than 2 gigawatts from the first quarter. And India is taking steps in green hydrogen production as a part of its transition to a green economy. Green hydrogen is produced during the electrolysis of water using renewable power such as wind or solar. India holds the majority majority investments in the South Asia region. Karnataka, Tamil Nadu, and Andhar Pradesh are the main investment-intensive areas due to their geographical proximity to renewable energy resources. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.